What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. We have, I think, a really unique way of looking at today's topic. I'm hoping... I truly am hoping that I'm going to be able to shed some new light and a different perspective and kind of broaden your way of looking at things a little bit more today. And the show title is Change is Hard. So that's certainly three words you have heard so many times throughout your life. And if you haven't, if this is not something you're familiar with, I would love to hear from you because I would be so interested in where you grew up, how things were, like how how you managed, to be honest, to get to whatever age you are and not have heard those three words so often. And I'm assuming then too, perhaps you've never even said them. Now myself, ooh, yes, I have said these words. And I think vast majority of everyone who's here with us today and then on the recording later, you will agree. Change is hard. Now, sometimes harder than others. Sure, there's going to be variations and things. But when you read that and you hear that, you know, change is hard. I really challenge you to look at, wow, how many times have I said that? How many times have I heard that? Because it's become such uh, an accepted way of looking at part of our life, right? There's hmm, so many different ways to go around this. One of the things I want to remind you about right off the bat here, and those of you who join me every week, you'll know this, but it never hurts to be reminded. The more often we think something, the more often we say something, the more often we hear it, the more it becomes like hardwired into the the brain and the mind like we literally get the neural pathways being developed and established and strengthened like really strengthened when we hear something all the time and then we start saying it and we start thinking it and we just keep going into this loop so chances are it's hardwired into your brain as it has been hardwired into mine as well now the cool thing is Being hardwired doesn't mean it's permanently wired. And we tend to also think of that phrase, oh, it's hardwired, meaning it's like a permanent way of something being put into place. Well, no. This is not the case when it comes to this. And it's not the case when it comes to any thought or any process that we keep repeating in our head. Everything has the ability to change. Oh, wait. If change is hard, then maybe you can't. Maybe you can't. But maybe somebody else who's listening can because they're going, oh, 
if I can change it, then maybe it's worth the work and you get yourself all ready and geared up for something that's hard to do. Hmm. Is that your best approach, do you think? We're going to talk about this topic, Change is Hard, from so many different perspectives and angles today. And I want to really bring in different ways of looking at it because this these three words are so well ingrained into so many people's way of thinking and looking at life and living life. So if you're watching us live here on the Inspired Choices Network or live on one of the other platforms that we're live streaming to right now, I would love it if you'd come over to the Inspired Choices Network and join in the chat room. All you need to do is come to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room and come and be part of the conversation. Kim and I are here and we would love to have others join us and bring new perspectives and ideas to this conversation, because I really think it will be one that will make you kind of pause and hopefully open up and expand your way of looking at these three words. And it's so powerful the way they currently have you living. And I would love to shift that so that maybe, maybe change doesn't need to be hard. What do you think? Anyways, come on over to the chat room if you'd like. We'd love to have you here. I'm Karen Leslie, and I am your host for the next little while today here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. We meet together every Wednesday at two o'clock Eastern time where I live. Now, I'm not sure exactly what time it is where you are right now, but I'm very grateful you're here with me, and I hope you're having a really good day. We have quite a cold snap here in um, Canada in general, but in Ontario where I'm living right now. And it is chilly, hence warm layers, keeping me cozy while I'm sitting here and, and chatting and exploring and changing over the next little while with you here today. We have so many different areas in our life that are affected by how we look at these three words. You have um, different ways, different experiences, and different outlooks, depending on all the different areas in your life and how you respond to them. You may have some areas where you're, where you know you're like, yeah, change is really tough. And there's been other experiences where it's like, oh, you know what? That wasn't too bad, or that went off without a hitch. Wasn't that good? But those few times when we have that experience, we tend to ignore it, take it as, oh, that was a one-off. Normally, now normally, things can be pretty rough. Things can be, you know, hard to get through. And just, you know, one thing happens and another thing happens and then another thing happens. And we build and build and really lock ourselves into this limited way of looking at how our life must be. So by the end of the show today, my goal is for you to have partially, if not totally, let that go and to understand why I am no longer a firm believer in the term change is really hard or change is hard. Now, we moved just three months ago this week, actually, to a new city here in Ontario, and I was very excited about the move and looking forward to it. 
I've moved moved quite a bit, not a ton compared to some people, I don't think. I can't remember if this is house eight, nine, 10, somewhere in that number for us since we've been married, uh, which is 42 years. And so I was well prepared for it. Previous moves, they were hard. And the change was hard. So what flipped? Why was this move, why was this change not the same as the ones I had experienced before? What was different? I've moved to different cities. I've moved to different types of houses. I've moved with children, without children. So, you know, there wasn't anything really there that I could draw on to think, okay, so why? Why is this move not coming forward to me thinking, but change is hard. It's a new city. You know, you really, you don't know anybody very well there. I, I have a couple of people through Facebook and that, that I know that are in the city here. I do have um, a couple of people I've met in person, which has been great. A couple of friends as well. Um, my community, my neighborhood that I've moved into, yeah, I don't know anybody here at all. So it's not like I was moving somewhere where there was something waiting for me like that. So what was it? Hmm, you're going to have to hang around and find out. <laughs> now, when you go through changing things and when you think back into your life, where did this idea come from for you? Do you remember? Can you think back and think, oh, so when did I actually start to believe that change was hard? Did you have a very well-meaning parent that would say something to you like, oh, I know change is hard, but things will get better? Did they start to feed this idea to you, this truth that change was hard? Or were they saying to you, I know you don't like change, but this is something that we need to do, or whatever the wording might be on the end, but I know you don't like change. That statement meant to be part of a conversation to help you through something just reinforced in your mind. Yeah, I don't like change. I do not like this. There you go. Somebody you trust, somebody you, you respect, somebody you rely on saying to you, you don't like change. So, of course, it's getting reinforced. Did you have some experiences with change that weren't really positive, maybe we'll say, or could leave a little room for improvement somehow? And so that started your thinking of, oh, change is not easy for me to go through, or, oh, there's another change. The last one, it didn't go well, so I got to prepare myself. So you start to get into a little bit of fear or anxiety. But your underlying belief is, oh, it didn't go well. So guess what? You're setting it up to not go well again. That's another option. Think about how did your family work with change? Now, immediately, I think of military families 
and how often they move. And that's probably because of me just moving houses. But, you know, they moved so often. Many, many families do. I guess it's not, I shouldn't say it's across the board, but it's it's common in the military to be moving around quite a bit. So I'm sure families, I that was not my case, but I'm sure families develop their strategies and their way that they work with it and how to work with it as best that they can. Maybe even to the point where every time it's a new adventure and it's it's cool and it's exciting. But if you were a family that didn't have much that changed in your life and things were very status quo and very neutral, maybe we'll say, then when a change came in, could be a bit of a shock to the system, so to speak, a bit of a shock to your energetic bodies and your physical body as well. So depending on how your parents handled change, right? As a young child, your first language is energy. So you were able to detect how they were coping with the change. Now, kids, right? With language being their first, sorry, with energy being their first language, they're really good at reading it. And they're really good at detecting a lie. So a parent can be saying one thing and energetically giving a different message and they get a mixed message, which can cause some confusion, depending on, especially on their age and what the topic is around. But, then, but they're picking up on this, wait, you're saying this, but I know you are really not comfortable with this. And then what are they going to choose to do with it? And it impacts how they or that child or you is looking at change and building their own coping strategies for it. Side note, completely side note, but one of the reasons kids can be such great liars is if they energetically picked up on how to do it from those around them, they can mimic it, manipulate it, and be really good at it. So just a side note for anybody who's listening, maybe that's a new parent. <laughs> you might want to keep that in the back section of your parenting manual in your in your mind there as to how to cope with that. So, so we have all of this going on in our life, which sets us up for this hard, hardwired way of looking at things that change is hard. So how come this move for me wasn't hard? It went so well. I truly manifested, make materialized this home with total ease. We had great movers. We, I don't mind packing. The packing was great. I had a little help from some family members, my kids. And like everything went great. Unpacking went well. We've got the house set up very nicely. We, it, It's very comfortable. I've had very different experiences. So why? What was different with this one? Well, if you're curious to find out, then you're going to have to hang around for a little bit longer because we're going for our first break. Thank you for being here with me on the Inspired Choices Network. As always, it's such a pleasure to hang out with you for this time on Wednesday afternoons. I really enjoy you being here and listening live and joining in the chat room and that it brings such a, an energy to the show, which is great because, well, I read energy. So I work with what you bring forward as well. So don't go away. We're going to get back into an understanding this whole idea of change being hard and how we can work with that and change it for ourselves, and then how we can actually have that work for others in our life too, if we show, so choose to share this. So 
Hang in there, everybody. We will be back in just a couple of minutes. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So did you give the idea of change a little bit of thought while we were on our little break there? We really, really have been taught that change is hard. You know, whether you've been like taught it through, you know, the traditional sense of someone explaining something to you, you go through it, and then you get the result that matched how somebody explained it to you or whether you've just heard it so many times that you just bought into it. And you may not actually have a lot of personal experiences that really reinforce this belief, but it's so common. Why would you not believe it? Right? In the first segment, I was like, you know, if, if this is not how you grew up and you don't buy into this or even understand what I'm talking about, I would so love to hear from you. I really would, you know, as you just heard, you can send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca, and we could have a great conversation because it really is interesting to me how our culture shapes things for us. And of course, I'm a Canadian living in Canada still, so a lot of the way I look at things will have some form of cultural um, influence to it. As far as really more my examples of what I'm using, I really don't think culturally I have a lot of strong influence on what I share on my show. What I share with you is often information that is downloaded to me or information that comes to me in another way. I'm very often very surprised at a, a unique way of looking at something. And so, as a result of that, though, I am so grateful for this show, for Cultivating Kindness with Karen, because without it, I don't know if I would have been challenged to the same degree to look at things from a new perspective and then to have all that excitement and think, all right, how do I explain this to people? And then to come here and do so. 
it's a big part of who I am and what I'm here to do to bring concepts to people and to explain them in a new way, maybe a way that's easier to understand or brings in a new point of view about it that helps unlock something in the way you look at things. Maybe just that one thing or maybe, maybe everything in general. Now, wouldn't that be cool? So this whole idea of changing this hardwired belief is really important. Now, I looked at a couple of my cards, as I always do, and the cards really spoke a ton about um, getting us out of the mindset victim mode of thinking, you know, reminding you of, of just how strong you are, the gifts that you've got, uh, also going into gratitude, you know, from gratitude, it's when we're truly in that space, then it helps us lift out of other emotions, which may be keeping us stuck and may not be overly helpful for you. And when we are in that way of thinking of change is hard, you go into victim mode of thinking. You really do. We will say, oh, this is going to be really tough, or I don't like change. And immediately when you phrase it, you are saying that something is happening to you and you, as a result, are going to have X experience that we are going to label as not going to be a great one. And that just puts like the rubber stamp on that once again, you're the victim at some sort of circumstance or condition in your life. Well, I'd really love you to come out of that. I would really love you to see the connection. I mean, can you see that connection? How that way of thinking, that very limited way of viewing things keeps you as a victim because you feel there's nothing you can do about it. Change happens. Another saying all the time, change happens. Well, yes. And thank goodness. We need change. We grow from change. We change. And one of the reasons that this move was not hard for me was because I changed. Sure, all the things I mentioned earlier were there. Good movers, good packing, good house, like good weather conditions. Like the whole, it was all good. But it was, it was me. It was Karen. It was how I looked at the day and worked with it pre, during, and post that solidified to me that this change, this move, it was not hard. Did it involve some work? Yeah, cool. But it was not emotionally hard. It was not emotionally difficult for me to do. I was actually stepping into it, working with it, being creative, and when I'm all those things, as when you are all those things, you are not a victim. For those of you who uh, listened to the show last week, whether you were live here with me or listened on the replay, we talked about the universe. Does it lead or follow? And I 
said many times and ended the show with saying, the universe follows. So if this doesn't make sense to you and you're thinking, wait, what are you talking about, Karen? Please go back later and look for the replay and have a listen. Because even during the show, some people were kind of changing their perspective on it. It was very cool to witness and to talk to some people afterwards. And because they were like, yeah, the universe, it leads, it leads. I think, no, it does not. So same thing. When you are being a victim, you are not leading. You are not directing. You are being placed somewhere that you're choosing to not like to be and allowing it to happen. I know, pretty broad statement. But when we, when we recognize that the universe is actually following our lead. We take an action, we do something, we say something, we follow up with it. Then that says to the universe, oh, Karen's actually interested in this and doing these steps to move towards it becoming a reality in her life. Let's support her. Let's send her new information, new opportunities, new whatever. Let's send her options to help her get to where she wants to be. I had all that help to get my move done the way I really wanted it to be. If you believe that the universe is following, then it will follow your lead. So be sure that what you are leading with, you want reinforced. So do you want it reinforced that change is hard? That change will always be hard. I'm sure a part of you just went, well, no, why would I want that? And then another little part of you went, yeah, but. So that yeah, but is really, really good information and a great place to start. Why did you just have that? What brought that into your way of thinking right away? Part of what I'm here to tell you today is you need to come out of being a victim. Part of it is also from the cards saying that you need to pause, take a breath, and reevaluate and set things up for your success. Now, your success does not mean that you just get information that agrees with your point of view. Although that's a way that many people's minds will work. Long as it matches, then that's successful. Even if it's not something you want to be continuing to hold on to. So just think for a moment. What would it be like to no longer automatically go to that thought of change being hard? What could open up for you? What area of your life that may experience a lot of changes could become one of the easier areas of your life to move through? It's possible. In fact, it is 100% doable. 
It's not just possible, but it's up to you. And how often do you go into, yeah, but in your subconscious thinking, or maybe you even say it out loud because it's just so firmly in front of everything you're thinking, of every thought. Those thoughts, as I was saying before, right, have been suggested and given to you. Those thoughts you've bought into, and cool, not a problem with any of that. But if they're not working, let's not hold on to them anymore. Like truly, think about a situation where, where change is happening quite a bit. And if the change, we're not going to say, let's say, jump right to it, make it easy. But what if it was just like a lot less difficult, a lot less challenging? How would your body feel? Where would your stress level be? How much tightness or stiffness would you have in your shoulders or your neck or headaches? Your eating habits, your cravings for foods that actually chemically support that way of thinking. What if all of that even changed a little? How would you feel? How would your body be? My guess? So different. So different. Your day would start different. Your mind would be starting to be different. Your outlook. And as a result, you are leading in a new way and the universe is responding in a new way to you. See how last week and this week are really nicely tied together? So as I said, if you haven't heard the show from last week, I would really encourage you to go and listen to the replay because it, it's, it's really, I mean, it could have been part one, part two. They're, they're so strongly connected here. We have such an opportunity here. And it's all going to come down to choice. And I want you to think about this because we're going to go for our next break. And while we're on our break, think about how, how resistant are you to wishing to change this belief around change? Or how accepting are you of this? And do you believe that it can change? Do you believe you can do it? Yeah, you heard I did it. But you could also be saying, well, that's Karen. She's got, you know, 25 years of doing all of these weird things. That would not be accurate if you're thinking that way. I have 25 over 25 years of being an energy healer, but I do not have over 25 years of a new way of thinking. Yep, weird things. <laughs> Sorry, just comments in the chat room here. <laughs> right? I am exploring and learning and changing every day just the same as you are. And it's by choice, 100% by choice, because I'm demanding more of me in my life. And if I want more from my life, then I have to ask more of myself. Think about that as we go now to our, our second break. We have just got a very short one here with you. We won't be too long, but uh, 
please make sure you're with us when we come back afterwards, because I want to then give you some tools on to how to change this what you can do with it so that you can step into letting go of this very limiting way of looking at life by believing that change is hard. All right, everyone, don't go away. We will be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And of course, you're with myself, Karen Leslie, and it's a I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. You know, <laughs> I was chuckling a little bit during the commercial because I was hearing the uh, the lines, you know, what are you telling the universe, right? The universe is always listening. What are you telling the universe? And I really, I so badly wanted to just say out loud in the middle of it all, I am changing. <laughs> and I thought, nope, you can't do that. <laughs> you cannot interrupt the commercials. You just sit there and be quiet. But it was so strong inside me, like, yep, I'm changing. And I am. And are you? I really, really hope so. I really do. Change actually has so many gifts, so many gifts. It, 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 it broadens your, your life. It adds expansion to your world. It gives you different opportunities. You don't have to take any of them. But just the fact that you can be aware of something from a different way of looking at it, it challenges your brain. It expands the way you think. It gives you something to, to ponder and daydream about. It offers all of these new experiences for you that would not be possible if you're staying closed down within the boundaries and limitations that you have set in place and you've decided you're okay with. Even if you've decided I'm not okay with these, but this is the way it is. This is who I am. This is how life is. No, no, I really, I challenge you. Get out of that way of thinking. 
If you want more, you've got to ask more of yourself. That's just the long and the short of it. Because you're where you are right now as a result of all the choices and decisions and beliefs and teachings and programming and blah, 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 blah. All of that stuff has brought you to where you are today. If it's working and you're having fun and you're loving life and things are going well, cool. But even if you've got all that, why not look and see what's still around the corner? Why not still have an opportunity to look at something differently? Why is that harmful? Why is that stressful? Why does that bring anxiety and or fear to people? Partly, that silly statement, change is hard. But here's another way, and this might surprise you a little bit. When, when we are staying in a set way of thinking, we are using control. Why would we need that? Well, in this particular case, it's because you've bought into something that's not going to be okay, that's not going to be good. So you're looking to take care of yourself. But again, how come? What is underneath that that is so firmly in place that you do not want to look at it, that you just refuse to look at it. That, that is our doorway into understanding why we hold on to believing change is hard. When we start to change or when circumstances around us start to change, even if it's not you, okay, we'll take, take you, take me out of the equation right now. We are going to, um, well, let's stick with moving house. So, mm, no, you know what? No, I'm getting that that one's not to be used right now. We're going to look at a new job, okay? You're going to get a new job, whether you've got a new company uh, or you're starting your own business or you've got a promotion within or a change of job within a work environment, doesn't matter. But you're changing, something is changing in your work world. When anything changes, right? First is often a mix of excitement and apprehension. If you don't know how to discern between the two, that can be another topic for another time. But if you don't know how to discern between them, then, well, then you're just going to get yourself caught up in a ball to begin with. What happens when things start to change is it shows us areas that we've been ignoring. So it's kind of like a light shines down. You've got a flashlight, you're holding it, and it's it's shining down onto this area of change. And it's illuminating some areas you did not want to look at before. Staying in your current position at work, everything was status quo. You knew what to expect. You knew what was expected of you. You knew what time you had to show up. You knew when you got to go home. Like everything was just as you were used to experiencing it. Now you've got a new job. 
or a new responsibility. The flashlight gets turned on. It shines down over what you've been currently doing and then what you will be doing in the near future. And it shows some gaps. It shows some areas that have been nicely covered in the dark. One of the reasons we don't want the change is we do not want to see what will be highlighted. We do not want to look at ourselves from that perspective and then have to deal with it. You could turn down the new job, then you wouldn't have to worry about any of that. Most people are going to be really encouraged to take it and to step forward in it. But in doing so, you're going to see aspects of yourself that you're going to have to deal with. You're going to see aspects of the people you will be working with if they change that you will have to deal with. And depending on your outlook on that, it's going to be hard. Or maybe it'll be exciting. Maybe it'll be expanding. Maybe it'll be liberating. Maybe it will create fun. A new experience. It's all up to you. But the fundamental reason we hold on to not wanting to change is we do not want to look at ourselves. That's it. End of show. No, I'm joking. We do not want to look at ourselves. We do not want to look into our shadows or into the depths of us for things that we have kept hidden very, very well for any period of time. And why would we want to do that? Why do we want to just keep all that hidden? Huh. Well, here we go, full circle. Because change is hard, right? See how you buy into that? It's like asking a, a two-year-old or a three-year-old, you know, they keep saying to you, why, why, why? And you, you, you say something expecting it to be okay. Well, change is hard is the exact same thing as a kid saying why. Because you can answer change is hard to anything you want. Everywhere, any topic, any time of day. And the more you do it, the more you buy into it. And guess what? The more correct you will be in your own point of view. If we are afraid to grow, if we are afraid to change, or if we are afraid to allow any imperfection or flaw or weevil within inside of us be shown, then holding on to change is hard, I don't like change, will be your best friend from your perspective in that moment. But that best friend has just put you in a box and closed the lid, padlocked it, chained it up, and put it over in the corner where the sun's not going to shine. I know, harsh, right? But true. Our fear of looking at who we are keeps us stuck. And change will show you who you are. The first time I moved and I had the courage to put things in a different place in my house compared to where I always was in all the previous homes, that took some soul searching and looking at myself. That was my OCD kicking in. That was a fear of change kicking in. It, it, I mean, there was so much there. 
and some of my autistic qualities <laughs> kicking in when I looked at them and truly looked at them with openness and accepting vulnerability and accepting that this is okay. Then I was able to heal what was underneath it. Now, now I'm totally different when I move a house and where I put things and what I want to do. And I read the energy in the house and I think, oh, wow, that would just look really nice there. Instead of, no, it has to go here. Our fear of being exposed, so to speak, to ourself and to the world prevents us from allowing change to come in. Yep, that's what it is. So we're going to go into this a little more. We're up to our third and final break already for our show here. When we come back, right, we are going to look at what is holding that fear in place and what you can do about it, what you can work with to shift this if you would like to let go of the idea that change is hard, right? Think about this. The reason behind this, yes, is that it's been hardwired into you, of course, because everyone says it. However, you're holding on to it because you do not want to see what will be required of you to actually create the change that you might desire. All right. On that note, we're going to take our break. Don't go away, everyone. We will be back very shortly. Thank you again for being here with me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm Karen Leslie, your host again this week and every week. And so hang in there. We're going to wrap this up so that you're going to feel much better about this idea that change does not have to be hard. All right. Don't go away, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So we've only got a few minutes here left together before we have to wrap everything up. So I'd like to quickly go over some of the things that you can do to change this belief system that change is hard. And for those of you with children, you might wanna actually make a couple of notes or put log a few things away there in that user's manual you've got for how to raise kids <laughs> because it's really, really helpful for us to understand this core of why we don't want to have change. Now, if your children are young, then it could just be totally bought into the belief system that you've given them or others around them have given them. The best thing you can do is lead by example and look at your own life and think, all right, so this stops now. 
My fear of not wanting to look at myself this stops now. And how do you do that? Often with working with somebody else, you can certainly work on it on your own as well. It may take a little longer, maybe a little more difficult. But there are even things like some of the guided meditations and things that are out there. Um, I just did a whole series a while ago on confidence and the meditations. Actually, it was, it was um, hypnosis. And it was really, really cool. So that was phenomenal. So there's things you can do out there, but you can also look specifically at identifying the belief that you have supporting that thought that change is hard, All right? So belief clearing work, and I do it from an energetic perspective, as well as using words and thought patterns to get in behind the, the logical mind, when you combine the two, they're dynamite. So yeah, getting rid of those beliefs that are firmly entrenched and establishing new ones and new neural pathways is super, super helpful. The building of the new neural pathways, right? And looking out there for proof, right? Ask, ask for proof to be shown that change can be easy or that change can be friendly or whatever word comes to mind for you. Get that part of the brain, right? That reticular activating system, activate that, get that going. Make it work in your favor, not against you, right? Because as I've said, it's like a little heat-seeking missile. It's just gonna go out there and it's gonna look for evidence to support whatever your belief system is. So if you are looking to create a new way of thinking, a new belief, then ask for the proof to be shown to you. Gather that evidence. Make that part of the brain be supportive and helpful. Start allowing yourself to see things from a different perspective. May take a little time, may happen really quick. It's all going to depend on you, right? So that's another thing you can do. And then looking at fears and judgments or trauma that you've had in your life is going to be very, very important here. If you witnessed the difficulties of change as you were growing up or even as an adult, and whether it might not have been you personally, but you witnessed it around you, then you need to look at this and understand where these judgments are coming from. Now, a judgment comes from a hurt place within you. A judgment comes based on your firm belief about something and then you see something that doesn't match and you judge it. Probably how you judged me a few times through the show this, you know, just today with saying change does not need to be hard. Change actually can be fun. Change can be exciting and expanding and add so much to your life. Your belief, your judgments, everything holding that in place that needs to be chipped away at, knocked out, taken apart, and a new foundation built so that you can step into that new way of thinking and have it supported and brought forward as being a reality with proof in your life. As you do this, you will change your energy and the energy within your home. Your children are going to see this. And they're going to ask questions and they're going to understand a lot earlier and younger than you and I, the change does not have to be hard. 
think about this, right? It really is that we do not want to look at who we are underneath. So we keep everything in place so that we do not have to deal with it. And as a result, we hold it in place and we stay locked in a way of thinking that is not supportive. When you flip that and you work with it and you change your energy around it, that ripple effect is going to go out to others. What if it, we, at some point down the road, that saying, change is hard, just disappears from our conversations? No one says it anymore. Like, imagine what that would be like. I think it's pretty amazing. I really do. You need to look at yourself and what is it that you are judging to such an extent that you will not let any light be shone upon it. And then get help, get support, get techniques, get healing so that that no longer is a weight that you are dragging around with you. This whole idea of not allowing change is crazy. We change all the time. We just choose to ignore it and we don't choose to embrace it and work with it. Now, I mentioned briefly earlier that control had something to do with a lot of this. So we're going to move into next week and, and partly carry on this conversation, but from a different perspective, because our show next week is going to be called or is called, Are You Doing Creation? or control. Those two words, the only thing in common is they start with the letter C. Creation and control are so different, but nine times out of 10 or more, we are living our life from the place of control. And this fear that we have right now of change is part of the reason why. So we are gonna explore that a lot more next week um, break it down and provide you with a different way of looking at creation and control to bring in more expansion into your life. Remember, everything we do from the neck up helps us from the neck down. Anytime you change a thought, you change your body. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.